Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. With the biggest stories of the day, it's the Big Three at Three. Number one. All right, as we are live here at Twin Peaks, that's the top story. We are live uh, and uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful Thursday, and a beautiful Thursday for you. We got you. We're hooking you up with a whole bunch today. A whole bunch today. Uh, I, I know we are live here at, uh, as the drive is live on the road at Twin Peaks 59 and Kirby. So make your way on out here. We'll be out here till six o'clock. And remember, at 4:30, 4:30, that's the first chance for you to uh, to win uh, your chance to win a signed autographed football by Brandon Cooks. And then at 5:45 or so. Your chance to win um, a helmet signed by Derek Stingley Jr. Let me get this right, Tyler. Are we hooking folks up with rodeo tickets, too? You're damn right we are. Twice. Okay. Okay. Is this Jason Aldean again? It is indeed. My man. Are they both Aldean? From what I understand. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, I'll uh, try to verify that for you. So, Jason Aldean tickets coming up in this hour as well. In the 3 o'clock hour and the 5 o'clock hour. So we hook you up with Jason Aldean. Tickets, a four-pack, not just two of them, a four-pack of tickets in the 3 o'clock hour, the 5 o'clock hour, and coming up at 4.30, your chance to win a Brandon Cooks autographed football and a helmet signed and autographed uh, by a full-size helmet by Derek Stingley Jr. So a lot Deep steel blue, silver silver sharpie. Deep steel, that's right. Come on. Derek Stingley Jr., come on. A lot, a lot to get to and a lot – uh, to hook you up, all you got to do, you got to show up. You got to be here, though. That, that thing will look. Here. That thing will look good on the mantle. And, and the good thing is, you can guarantee he's going to be here for at least three more years, if at not least, four. At least, come yeah. on, yeah, he ain't bouncing. Yeah, so uh, yeah, get on down well, here. You got to be mean, present. I guess you shouldn't guarantee that. Yeah, well, you're right. You got to be present. Uh, he'll be on the team. I don't know how many times, how much he's going to play <laughs> uh, with his injury history, but you got to be present. Got to be live right here at Twin Peaks 59 and Kirby. Um, Astros general manager Dana Brown. He spoke. Uh, and he spoke about potential guys that uh, that this team doesn't have signed long term. And in particular, he talked about Christian Javier, uh, the starter, and Kyle Tucker, uh, their outfielder, who uh, who had a fantastic year. This was uh, General Manager Dana Brown of the Astros talking about those guys. You know, Javier is going well. We've been in talks as well. We've been going back and forth. We, you know, making a few jokes here and there in between the text messages to keep it light because, you know, sometimes you're going through negotiations to get the tension gets higher. But we've had really great talks with Javier, uh, Javier's agent, and, and we feel good. We feel really good about that one. You know, I'm communicating with um, Casey Close myself on the Tucker deal. And, you know, some, some deals you can get done a lot faster than other deals. You have to, like, chip away at other deals so and i think we're going to do everything we can to get these players signed uh, those are two of the guys that you think moving forward yeah. they want to get done christian javier and, and kyle tucker framber valdez another one of those young guys that aren't signed but those uh, that, those are good signs to hear uh from dana brown the gm 
yeah, look, whether we're talking about the players being with the Astros long term or we're talking about the, the, the first glimpse that we have of Dana Brown, the, the new general manager with the Astros, I, I, I love all of, all of the above. I mean, you, you, when you look at what at the players he's talking about, I'll be honest with you, I'm not saying Javier's an ace by any means, but when you talk about the small sample size that we've seen and what he's capable of, I don't know that he doesn't have the highest ceiling on this on this uh, pitching staff across the board. Yeah, I mean th- this guy's this guy's electric, and to lock him up long term would be big time. I love Dana Brown's sense of urgency there. Obviously with Tucker, uh, I mean it, this this is a guy that that um, boy if you could wrap him up along with uh, Jordan Alvarez, that would be that would be big in the outfield. And so by the way, that the uh, Clay or whatever whatever the hell the other name was other than Javier. That's Tucker's agent that he yeah, was talking Casey about. Close, yeah, that, Casey, topics. there you go. That, that's um, that, that's Tucker's agent. So that's who he's talking about there. But yeah, man, that's uh, I love I love the statement. I love the messaging. And and hell, I'll be honest with you, I, I really like Dana Brown's. I mean, there's several other pieces of audio from him as well. The transparency, the sense of urgency, the confidence. Um, I, I like what I'm hearing from him, man. The interesting thing is is with both of those guys, if we look at, talk about Christian Javier and Tucker, who he's talking about in particular there, uh, Christian Javier, the deal with him is, like you said, you're not saying he's an ace yet, but would you be surprised in two or three years that Christian Javier is a, a, a front-line starter? Would you be surprised that he is what, what Framber Valdez is, the type of production he is, a top-five Cy Young? Not one bit. Not one bit, and you got a chance to lock him up and lock that that potential and not have to pay him what that would be. Right. So Framber right now has got it to a space where you got to pay him. Yeah. You get Christian done right now, you could get a deal in the way that you got for Jordan. I don't know why Jordan did it, but you, the way that you got a deal for Jordan. Kyle Tucker, you're going to have to pay. Yep. All right, like we know that. Like Kyle, Kyle has already <laughs> made it clear. He's not taking yeah, any kind of discount. Look, Tucker and Fromber, you're going to have to break those two yeah, off. Yeah, you're going to break them off. Dana they're, needed they're to be here. here about a year ago. Yeah, to, to try to pull that off. But, but when when you look at uh, Javier, to your point, like to me, whatever you end up having to pay him, if you're able to get something done sooner rather than later, which is it sounds like they're closer with Javier than the others. I, I don't I don't know if he's going to play at or above his ceiling. So I know that ceiling's really high and, and – relative to him getting a new deal before this season starts or during this season, whatever that deal is, I feel pretty good about the Astros getting the the better end of that deal, if that makes sense. Like, I, I, think, I think I'm pretty confident that Javier, if he signs the deal sooner rather than later, he's going to outplay that contract. I, I, yeah, and I, and I think people, the way that, to me, you could clearly, you could easily see it being like, Everybody in baseball looking like, how the hell are they paying Jordan Alvarez and Christian Javier that? How are they paying those guys that type of money? How do they keep getting away with with pulling stuff off like that? You could completely see that being the case because right now he, he, you know, he's not eligible and they don't have to break him off. And, And really, he has not. His numbers have consistently shown to break him off. There's no top five finish like there is with Framber in the Cy Young Award. Agreed. And and he just now got to the rotation. This will be the first year he's starting in the rotation. So, yeah, I'm with you. He, he's he got a chance to thoroughly outplay that thing. How about Dana Brown? 
You like you some Dana Brown. Don't yeah, you? look, I mean, I, I just think very rarely he had them slippers. He had them slippers on today. I kind of felt. I didn't check his feet. Well, you yeah. real, you big on ankles and feet, ain't I you? Just, I just saw the whole. I mean, thing. you really like Pat Mahomes' ankles, and you da- now Dana know, Brown's I, feet. I'm not, I don't. Li- I'm worried about his Damn, ankles. Huh? Just, What's going on sure here, his man? Ankles, all right. Just I mean, can we talk about sports here? You worried about you worried about I, you got a little something I, for men's feet around here? I do. Oh, oh, is that what you are now, the sports guy? You want to just? I mean, I'm just, I'm just, want, I'm just stick wondering. Hold on, Joe. I did not know, Tyler. We had to stick to sports guy. Well, if the alternative is men's feet, yeah, we need to stick at our ass to sports. There's no question. We all know at some point Clint's going to come in and tell us about his shelving situation that he has in his house. Something you always put some new stall mats in in the gym area today. Does this mean we can't talk about eight toe prime anymore? More. Oh no, eight toe prime. That's, that's sports. <laughs> Dana Brown's feet ain't. I don't know. Dana Brown's footwear was solid. Oh, his footwear. I didn't yeah, know. His shoes. Yeah, his shoes. I like had, the dance. Those slippers he had I on like there, man. There's some slippers on there. I could tell if he didn't have no socks on or not. That was really I like chill. what I'm hearing from Dana I know Brown. you. I could tell. I could see the Dana Brown's going to entertain us a lot more than Click did. That's for damn sure. And then we got Dusty on the, on the flip side of that. I, I can't wait because then Jeff Bagwell's oh. looking like I can't let Dana outsign me, baby. I'm coming to the to the party. Oh, oh Bags drops in with some old monotone, yeah. straight to the point. Bag, Bagwell, old school baseball talk. Bagwell calls himself the executive general manager. When you get a chance to party, party. Big three and three, number two. All right, Clint. Uh, as the uh, trade deadline ended at two o'clock in the NBA, a lot of crazy stuff happened. Uh, with the Rockets, if you're late on that, Eric Gordon has been traded to the L.A. Clippers, bringing back um, Danny Green and John Wall. Reports are already out, though. Kelly Iko of the Athletic, who covers the Rockets, has already said the, uh, the Rockets plan to waive uh, John Wall uh, moving forward. But, Clint, the big, the big news of the day and last night, it happened early, early, like a little after midnight. Kevin Durant, he is – uh, traded to the Phoenix Suns, and they didn't and didn't have to give up a lot of their core. Only the Mikael Bridges uh, is who they had to give up. They still have Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and uh, DeAndre Ayton. So Kevin Durant goes to Phoenix, and now <laughs> the Nets have no Kyrie, no Kevin Durant, and no James Harden uh, in less than a year after they put that big three together. Uh, this is uh, this has been a wild, wild day, uh, and the biggest move was Kevin Durant being moved. Yeah, and, and a, a part of that, obviously, and in, in, in a very small way, the, the Rockets can benefit yeah. from it if, if the Brooklyn Nets, if the wheels come off, which one would say they already have. Um, so th- that's that's uh, that's that side of it. The Brooklyn part of it, um, forget about the dysfunction and 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 what all has gone on in the past in in Brooklyn for me. What I I'm a Kevin Durant fan. I, I, I think Kevin Durant's the best scorer in the NBA right now uh, when he's healthy. And I, for one, like to see guys like that in situations that at least they have a puncher's chance to win. Now, he obviously he's made, more he, he made this. He made, you know, Phoenix all of a sudden is, is a, a favorite to win it all. Yep. But, but stuck in a, in a dysfunctional situation like Brooklyn, I mean, that's not good for the NBA. The casual fan like me who is a Durant fan more so than a Brooklyn fan, more so than an NBA fan, if I'm being completely honest. I, like, I, I'm going to watch more basketball. I'm going to cover more. I'm, I'm going to follow more with Durant playing ball in a, in a spot where I can say, hey, when it matters the most, this dude's going to be – could potentially be, be – You didn't think that would, that, was a, that, that would happen in Brooklyn? Never. Never. Never? Never? Even, never. When, even when all three of them were there? 
I mean, maybe when when they initially sure they played sixteen games yeah, together. Well, I, know, well, I, know. I mean, no, I mean, I would say that I would say you said this earlier. Like when it when it all first came together, and everybody else was ranting and raving about it, we sat there and said, I don't know about this one. Well, yeah, we and and, and, and you look at the offensive talent, you're like, boy, that could work. But then you think about the personalities. Nobody would be surprised that it right. Would. Well, that was the conversation you and I were having when it, when it first all went down. And then they played 16 games together. So at what point did I have a chance to really buy into that? Piece? You know, they never, they never sold me on it. So, no, I, I just – I look at it, man, like I, I've, I have more of a reason to watch the NBA today with Kevin Durant going to Phoenix. I have more of a reason to, to be entertained when I do tune in because one of my top – one of my favorite players to watch is – is with an organization that's doing things in a winning way. I, I, I'm, I'm here for it, man. It'll be interesting to see what happens. But the Suns, uh, they were 18 to one uh, before yesterday. 18 to one to win the finals, and now they are the favorites. So if you got in on that before, if you had a, a, a notion that that was going to happen, uh, you could, you got a potential to make some money. Woo! Love that money. Big three and three, number three. All right, as the Super Bowl nears coming up on Sunday, tonight is a, a big night in the NFL, and tonight is a big night here in Houston, Clint and, uh, and Tyler. This is the night we'll find out uh, if Andre Johnson is, uh, is, is going to make it into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. If he gets to Canton, uh, if you stay tuned, we'll have our guy John McClain, who is the one who has presented him the last two years, um, uh, we'll uh, we'll have him on in the uh, in the five o'clock hour. Can you hear uh, me? Yeah, we can hear you, John. And we'll be able to hear you then. Uh, he'll be live right here at Twin Peaks. He'll be in the building, uh, and we know he's presented him. And, and Clint, this is a big night. I really, really hope uh, Andre is able uh, to get in uh, uh, tonight. But we know I, I know Der- uh, we know Revis is going to get in. We know Joe Thomas is going to get in. After that, you know, I, I think Andre has a shot. We know he didn't get in last year, but we'll see what happens tonight. Damn, I, you know, obviously being here in Houston and being a fan, I want to see him get in. But, but I just from a perspective of just, I mean, just a down to earth, good ass dude. You know, I, I'd like to see. I'd like to see beyond being a fan of his. I, I'd like to see uh, the, the the good guy win for once. So yeah, I, I hope he. I hope he gets in tonight. I'm looking forward to. In that five o'clock hour, we'll we'll get John to to really really dig down into the chances of, of Andre getting in and uh, what it means if he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. So it'll 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 be interesting to see uh, the finalists are Jared Allen, Willie Anderson, Rondé Barber, Don, uh, Dwight Freeney, Devin Hester, uh, Tory Holt, Andre Johnson, as we talked about, Albert Lewis, Revis, Joe Thomas, Zach Thomas. Uh, uh, Reggie Wayne, Patrick Willis, and your guy, your former teammate, Darren Woodson, uh, are, the, uh, are, are the finalists, the 15 there. So another Woodson Hall of Fame it. dude, no question about it. Yeah, um, this is my thinking, man. I just, ju- I hope he gets in just like you do, just judging by the history of how they, they do wide receivers and knowing there are two guaranteed in, I don't think he gets in this year. And I, I hate it, and I wish he uh, – because I do, I think, Andre Johnson – is straight up a Hall of Famer. Um, I think he was one of the best players, uh, the consistently the top three to five receivers in the league for a ten-year stretch, which I think should put him in. Um, my thought is, you think you think he gets in before JJ Watt? If he don't get in this year, he, he ain't. 
Yeah, JJ. I mean, JJ's got four years. He's got to wait because yeah, because if he if, well, if, I mean, if he doesn't get if, if Andre doesn't get in this year, uh, the, the the odds are yeah. I mean, it, you know, and sometimes they, that receiver they take. I mean, the receivers take time sometimes. Chris Carter waited four years. The T.O. situation was, was was weird. Michael Irvin waited four years. Now those guys had some off the field things, but yeah, if he if he has to get up to uh, to JJ's class, I don't think he's getting in in that class. Not with Brady, not with with, with JJ. Well, it's just gets just gonna get more and more difficult. Yeah. I mean, JJ's a first ballot, and it's gonna get more and more difficult difficult for Andre moving forward if he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, because JJ is a first ballot. All right, we'll keep our our eyes on that tonight. Um, listen, man, I, I, I just saw something uh, that really, really irritates me and why I really despise sports and how we look at sports today. We'll discuss that coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Live from Twin Peaks at Kirby and 59. Getting you set for the Sports Radio 610 Roundtable Big Game Edition at 5. It's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. That's right, as we're live here, 59 and Kirby, Twin Peaks. Make your way on out here. Coming up in just about an hour from now at 4.30, your chance to win a autographed football from Brandon Cooks. Uh, you got to be in the house, got to be in the building. You know what? That's right, to do so. And uh, in this hour, at some point in this hour, you got to be listening, your chance to win a uh, four-pack of tickets. Uh, and it's not Jason Aldean. Who, who, who is my – because I don't – John I, Party. I, I don't know if I'm, I'm familiar with John. It's uh, a party you, with Party. You're, you're familiar. Yeah, no, you're probably not. You're probably not. Uh, maybe, maybe there's something I've heard. I'm not familiar with John. You're probably it's not because I, 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 huh? I, I doubt there's too many. Uh, I doubt there's too many. I'd say mid-level country acts that you're just gonna kind of remember stumbling upon their music. Yeah, but yeah. he's got he's got a couple of really really good ones. There's no doubt. Well, yeah, you got a chance to win a four pack Big of tickets. Ginger, my sister-in-law, huge fan. Huge. You, I mean, huge. I could. Uh, I would take Ginger as a John party fan oh you wouldn't <laughs> well she is <laughs> well she is <laughs> all right yeah so uh be listening in this hour your chance to win a four pack of tickets uh coming up he'll be at the houston rodeo and uh tyler will have you sit you got to be listening uh got to be listening and be ready for that cue to call all right uh clint this uh you know i, I love sports i love uh, our job that we get to sit around and, and talk and have uh good passionate fun conversations about sports, but this is this is the the part that I really dislike today's age versus previous times, and that is, man, when we have somebody great, 
It's not just like, hey, man, let's celebrate the greatness of this guy or this woman or, like, let's celebrate this athlete. We love this person. Like, we always have to now find ways now to strike them down somewhat and to, to, to bring them down or to, to try to, to, to lessen their greatness. And that is happening right now uh, in the NFL with Patrick Mahomes. Oh, hell. And, I, and listen, well, I, I just – uh, Yesterday it was LeBron. Now it's Pat Mahomes. Oh, boy, that's boy. a great I, point. I, LeBron I tell is you the, what, boy. If, if, LeBron is the king I, of if, it. If show has your jersey and just, you have any negative opinion, you're striking him down. Would you be – Oh, damn, so – Striking him down. Shove it. Would you be fair <laughs> Would you be fair and listen to okay, this? Okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Elliot Shore Parks. Listen to this. It's just find ways to just discredit or lessen the greatness of a great player. Because, we listen, they were doing it yesterday with Tom Brady. We talked about it. Just finding ways to, to, to diminish Tom Brady in ways we didn't do to Joe Montana 20, 30 years ago. Elliot Shore Parks, if you built an ideal quarterback from, strat, from scratch, you'd build a quarterback closer to Jalen Hurts than, pa- than Patrick Mahomes. That's just the fact when looking at what matters in today's NFL. Sounds about right. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh you, oh, you agree with this? No, you no, I'm, with, I'm, I'm kidding. You agree? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I disagree with what it. What the hell are we talking about? We're like, like we're I, just. I, I love, I love what Jay brings to the table, <laughs> and it, it's, it, it is a unique skill set, no question about it. But I mean, there's, um, I mean, you're talking about Patrick Mahomes, who physically, um, and I'm not minimizing the other aspects of of his game, but physically, uh, is is the best we've ever seen. And, and to go, yes, physically to go with like, I'll take the arm. Let's let's start building. I'll take I'll take his arm over over his legs, right? Nobody's well, taking Lamar's. I mean, nobody's taking Lamar's legs. Yeah, no, nobody's starting there yeah. with it when we're building a quarterback. Like no, I, I mean, I mean, I, look, I think if if you're going to like if you, I'm gonna tell you, you plug Pat Mahomes into a a, a, a situation as complete a roster a depth chart as complete as Jalen Hurts has right now then Kansas City wouldn't lose a ball game <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean that, that, that's 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 in my opinion I mean that's you know Jalen Hurts I mean he needs the comp some of the complimentary parts around him um, he needs to be used in a unique way where they're they're using his legs to create opportunities with one-on-ones so the throws are are, are um, less technically difficult if you will there's fewer than than a Pat Mahomes would have to make in a ball game and so I love the love here for Jalen Hurts and Don't I get, get me and, wrong. I, and I get what he's saying but in terms nah, of nah, today's game you want to be more you you know th- th- we're moving towards more mobile quarterbacks that can do multiple things but uh, let, let's get it straight. If you could build a quarterback, like Mahomes but, is mobile but, and but, can move some. But the, but what he's able to do with his mind and his arm and combine that together, like that, that, that that's what not, you're doing. But, but in the context of this conversation, we're talking about Super Bowls. We're talking about winning consistently and being in the big dance. We're not we're not moving towards more mobile, <laughs> more a different yeah. style of quarterback. You look at how Pat Mahomes. Three Super Bowls in five years, five AFC championship ball games. I mean, people make, in my opinion, people make too much about his the, the times he has ran the football. And now they're they're highlight plays, but that's not why Pat's Pat. That's not why they're in so they're winning so many ball games. 
it's still about Pat delivering the football accurately in, in crazy, crazy fashion to all parts of the field. Tom Brady won one a couple of years ago. I mean, you, I mean, Burrow's in the middle of this thing. Like, Jalen is is somewhat of a, a trailblazer if he wins this ball game. I mean, we've ne- you've no, never had a true dual threat quarterback win the Super Bowl, yeah. have we? No, I don't. We think talked so. about this a true dual threat where where there's quarterback. But we've never had it. So I, I want everybody to kind of pump the brakes on this whole. Well, the, the quarterback position's changing in the league. Yeah, guys are coming out. They're, they're equipped a little differently. Their skill sets are being used. But when you look at the, at the end of it, when you look at the end of the year. And you're trying to build a quarterback, that, that, that's where you're going. Yeah. I it's mean, 15. If yeah. you're trying to build a quarterback, that's, that's where you're going. We're, we're learning that more coaches and more schemes are, show, show are not being not, afraid to, to, to be used. Show there's not one person in America that if they owned a franchise and you start you had a draft tomorrow, the whole NFL was starting over. Let's say Jalen Hurts is where I'm going because that's where the league is going. No, no, yeah, no, nobody would nobody would even come close to picking Jalen Hurts. Yeah, that the arm, the 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 mind combined with the arm, is like that's where you want to start to build. I, I I just I just think it's it's. In today's – where I got from the start of it, in today's age, great players – like, we don't, we don't just, just let them be great and just say, man, that, like, that dude's the best. We don't just say, like, Mahomes is the best uh, and, and just let yeah. it be – and let it be done. Giannis is the best and just let it be done. We kind of – like, two weeks ago, Joe or, uh, Dan Orlowski, who I, I respect a lot, coming out saying, Joe Burrow is the best at quarterbacking. Uh, in the in, in the in, in the NFL and and, and no the best quarterback and quarterbacking in all of it is him like just like just just to stop quit, quit making different trying to make different things and and to try to find a way to drag things down that's something we that's something it seems like we're doing and I don't know yeah. if it's a social media age or whatever but it's something that we do now that we didn't do when you played I think you, I do. think I think I think it's 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 you. It's not me. I, I think I think you're. I think you're. Are you a millennial? Yes. Yeah, I think you're a millennial and, and a little bit, maybe a little soft. I'm not soft. Uh, that I'm millennial not. narrative is so tired, Clint. Uh, oh, oh, is it tired? Yes. I mean, it really I, is. I, tired. I, I thought I thought a millennial is a is a, uh, a, a is a, is that a generation? Indeed. Of individuals. Yes, sir. Okay, I, I thought okay. So and a what, bunch of I mean, boomers like to badmouth all the time. Is, is, I wasn't badmouth. No, no, not. Like, I'm not saying you. I'm talking actual boomers. Well, I mean, I, what am I? You are what probably I, I Gen X. Yeah. Gen, yeah, that'd be good. No, I just, um, I'm just yeah, saying, no, man. I, look, I just think there's like, like nobody. Was I think it's up. all how it's received. Like I don't, like I don't take, like I, you mentioned Dan Orlovsky. Like I don't, like I can see what Dan was was now whether it was received the right way. Like I see what he was saying. Um, and I didn't take that as a slight towards Pat Mahomes. Like, I think Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. I think Joe Burrow is the best when it talks – like, the, the, the parameters – or say parameters are the wrong words, but, like, when you t- look at quarterbacking big picture, you, I mean, you think high-level processors, again, throwing the ball, getting the ball out on time accurately, playing the game instinctually, making the, 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 the difficult throws from the pocket. He does that as often and as well as, as anybody in the game. Now, Pat plays off, off script, off schedule, and makes ill-advised throws better than anybody in the game as well. So I, but I didn't take that as a slight towards Mahomes. Yeah, I, 
Yeah, I but, didn't like but, what LeBron. I didn't like the 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 LeBron celebration. I didn't think that was the. You don't like all four hours of that. Clearly, clearly. Now that may be. Now that that may be. I just like we didn't do this to Jordan. Oh God, he can't shoot threes. So. Like we're just gonna just magnify that part of his game, even though we know he's the best. Well, we do a lot like of things just, today. That <laughs> that's we what didn't I'm just saying. I just, that's the part I hate about it right now is like who we got, don't just allow who someone. That, who got that baby powder in Twin Peaks? Yeah, somebody did. Who got that who baby powder that? in Twin Peaks? Somebody got that baby powder. Somebody, somebody just took that one baby, of them. That baby powder, powder lotion. Porn star shots is what somebody, oh, okay. somebody <laughs> did right there. I just buttery like, nipple. Like, we just can't. We can't do it. We just can't let guys be great. We guys got oh, we got to talk about something. He's best. He's the best at quarterback. Stop it! Out of here. Uh, All right. Um, I think we. Uh, I think we can now uh, go ahead and understand. We learned something that is a for sure thing with one of the uh, hopefully most popular athletes moving forward in the city of Houston. We found out something about him. We'll discuss that coming up next. Live from Twin Peaks at Kirby and 59. Getting you set for the Sports Radio 610 Roundtable Big Game Edition at 5. It's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. That's right. As we are live, Kirby and 59 at Twin Peaks. Make your way on down. Uh, and uh, listen, we're hooking you up with a lot of things. 430, we're hooking you up with a sign. Brandon Cook's uh, football, but you got to be in attendance. You got to be in the spot. So you need to make your way here for uh, for that to be able to happen. And you know what? I'm feeling I'm feeling it right now, Tyler. Let's do it right now. Caller number four. Caller number four on this Ticket Thursday giveaway. Your four, your first chance. Caller number four seven one three five seven two four six ten. Caller number four wins a four pack of tickets to see John Party. Uh, Wednesday, March 8th at the Houston Rodeo. Caller number 4, 713-572-4610. Your next opportunity after this will be in the 5 o'clock hour. In the 5 o'clock hour at 545, we will be hooking someone up here at Twin Peaks with an autographed helmet uh, by Derek Stingley Jr. Uh, But also your next chance to win a four-pack of tickets to the Rodeo to see John Party. Uh, but uh, Tyler's hooking you up and taking care of you right now. Good luck to those that are calling in as uh, we, uh, we're taking care of you today. That's nice of you, Tyler, giving away them uh, rodeo tickets, man, especially a four-pack. Absolutely. You know, two, it's one thing to give away a couple tickets, but, man, you give away a four-pack, you're throwing a party, man. That's, uh, that's nice time. of you. Yeah, sexy time all day long right there. All right, um, I feel like we learned something about Jalen Green last night. I really do. Jalen Green, um, who uh, – they had a, actually had a pretty good game last night uh, as they tried to get revenge over the Kings, who uh, they've played two games in a row. They gave up 140 the other night. And, uh, and they listen, they lost a heartbreaker. I think they got screwed. Um, I don't think Eric Gordon, who's since been shipped off uh, to, uh, to the Clippers, I don't think he really fouled him. I think he got screwed over on that call uh, in which they lost the game. Some of you are probably cheering if you want the number one pick and get old Victor. Uh, some of you were hoping that they would lose the game. But to me, what what I think we learned happened in the postgame. And yesterday, Jalen Green, after this game, and at the end of the game, he had some costly turnovers uh, that helped uh, give this game away, and they lost in just heartbreaking fashion. But following the game, uh, Jalen Green had this to say about the game talking about them having a good time, talking about them uh, them uh, in this tough finish, the way they lost. This was Jalen Green following the game. 
Just didn't go our way at the end, but it was super fun, competitive. Everyone was playing hard. Um, I think we had a really solid bounce back game from last game. We yeah. we was talking about coming out with effort and stuff like that. Reason coach was mad. I think I think we answered back for that. I think we answered back with that. It was super fun and competitive. Listen, he's a young kid. He's 20 years old. I'm gonna say this. What I what I feel like we've learned, Clint, is. Many people were hoping this guy could be the best player on a championship contending team when you drafted number two, when you looked at his skill set. We had Ryan McDonough on here say, I think he'll be the best scorer in the draft. There's a lot of things that he doesn't know yet. I don't think he's been in the best position. But right there, that, that mindset to me, hey, Clint, I, I think we know we have somebody that isn't going to be the number one guy on a contender to me. I don't think you grow out of that. I don't think you grow – like, you don't come out of that game after the way you've been playing, talk to the media, and in your mind, you're like, boy, it was super fun, man, competitive. I think we fought back after we did that. When you just screwed the game away, right, and you were part of it, that's not how ones think. That's not how Curry thinks. That's not how LeBron thinks. That's not how Giannis thinks. I don't care if they were 7, 8, 11, 12, 20. That's not how they think after a situation like that. So the ceiling to me is hoping he's a two, <laughs> hoping he can rise to that level. But like, that, that, that is not a mindset that ever shakes of somebody who is going to be the number one on a championship yeah. contending team. Look, I, I'm, not, I'm not one to dismiss anything you just said. You know where I see it. I, like, I, I mean, this is a di- different generation, uh, and you can argue that, that the, the, ba- the, the elite basketball players maybe exhibit some of this generation's mentality and, yeah. and the differences between the old school guys more so than, than other sports. Um, but I, I agree wholeheartedly with you. I, I mean, I, I was there, you know, when, when we're telling a guy, hey, man, you can't celebrate, you got to get back on defense. When that's still the coaching point and when that's the guy you're trying to build around, and, and then the, the thought after a ball game is, oh, man, it was fun, man. That's, the coach got mad. Not I got mad and not I need to hold my guys accountable and we got to be better, but the reason coach got mad was this. Um, and, and we had fun. No, you just gave up 270 points. <laughs> to, and and I, I, mean, I hear you saying Kings are better. Than, okay, 270 points to the Kings. You should be irate. No points should fun come out of your mouth. No. After yeah. that, how do you even think that yeah. fun I, come out of but your I'm mouth? But I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm not one to lean into, hey, man, this is a young dude. Hey, he's been, you know, it's, it, he's been in a bad, a bad organization. Like, no, man, no, I mean, it, when, when, when you got a guy that you, like, the, the, con, the, the conversation of, is this the dude that you're going to build around? Is this going to be the, the, the face of your organization, Right. You should compare him to the mindsets of the greats that that were built around and and won multiple titles, right? We're not talking about just or guys a, you a at least, dra- or guys you think can, like I, I like I don't think John Morant is saying this after a game, after it, it, and and he's spicy, but well, I don't think nah, John ja, ja handles things a little differently. Apparently, yeah, I mean, yeah he, apparently he's he handles things out a little differently with his, with his folks. Uh, yeah, I, way, I, I don't know. I, so I just don't. I don't. I don't know, man. I, I just don't. Like, I don't think – Yeah, I'm out there. I, 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 I don't think you, you go – like, we're, again, we're talking about the guy that you plan on being the face of your organization for the next 10 years, the guy you're going to build around, the guy you're going to win championships with. If that guy don't understand the importance of getting back on defense, if that guy doesn't – if he thinks it's fun to give up 270 to Sacramento Kings in two games, if he thinks it's fun to lose down the stretch in a disappointing way, 
man, I, I, again, just one more reason. Like, I, I don't – and make, call me old, man. Call me old school. Call me what you want. I, it, I, I cannot lean into eyes young, man. Bad organization, man. He's been misled. He hadn't been coached hard. Nah, man. Well, yeah, that's that, but that uh, that's not youth. That is that is in your mind. That like that's 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 how you move. That's how you operate. That's something you don't see. Like I, I think he can be taught. It could be could be around folks to un- make him understand. You got to play at this level, or you have to use this kind of energy every night. But so can or you, you got to be you, a pro. You but cover this the game. You cover the game. Let me ask you a question on that because you, you you said a couple times over the last couple of days. And I'm asking. I'm not being a smart ass. I'm asking. What what great? What great do you think at at or can you recall that at, at one point in his career had to be at any point in his career had to be taught all those things? You, like I, I I just I don't. That's the part to me is and and I don't look. I don't. I'm not a. I, I'm not. I, I don't study the game the way you do or the way a lot of folks do. Yeah. But I just I want the greats we're talking about, the dudes that are handed the opportunity, the handed the keys to an organization and going, you're that dude. Like 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 guys like like current guys like Joel Embiid, I I think, has has improved from that early. I don't think Joel Joel Embiid understood exactly. You got to give this kind of effort. You got to play this way consistently. I think that that's a player. I think there are. I think Jason Tatum at first was a little, all right, man, I'm just playing offense. I'm just kind of – and had to learn uh, things like that. Like, I see some people saying, hey, man, calm down. Like, show you need to calm down, man. No, I'm not. Like, I, I, like he, just, he just ain't got it. Someone texted in, I'm with you. He ain't got that dog in him. No, I, I don't think he's a guy that is, a, to me, a number two or a three. Yeah. Right, you, 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 there's no point you're going to have somebody with that scenario. What'd you say? They've given up almost 300 damn points to this team, just, and that's not even a, the 130, count. One thirty in one game, one forty in another game, and not and then that's not counting the one fifty three they gave up the game before to Oklahoma City. So that you've given up all of that, and you give up, you have multiple turnovers down the stretch of the game that causes this lead also to happen, and then you lose on a three yeah, point yeah. foul. You come after the game and say. Yeah, hey man, we yeah we had fun out there. Yeah, no, you you would you would like I, I would like <laughs> I would like to hear somebody uh, a a young a young player say, man, look, that was a that was a bull jive call, and we shouldn't have lost that game. But let's be honest, man, we've given up one thirty, one forty, one fifty three in three straight ball games. Yeah, I mean we got to be better than this. Not not that the coach got mad about like that. That's the whole man. I, it is it is a hard it's a hard watch for me because then you take it and you go okay well let's get away from just the mentality and and I get I get hammered on social media every time I say this because I hadn't watched a ton of the Rockets but when I do watch it I do see a super athletic dude that can go score and, and is 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 special in that in that in that world right but does he make it look effortless the way again the uh, the way the greats do the way the guys that you're hoping he becomes the way that they do. I just, I have a hard time getting where a lot of folks are with, with him from the trailer will and frame text line. Wow. The kid has been struggling. It took a moral victory. You both are so wrong about Jalen green. He is Uber. He's an Uber competitor. That's been negatively affected by the situation. And you friend have a loser's mentality. <laughs> I knew he was coming in hard there. No, I mean, listen, you're entitled to I, think you want, but you just said moral victory. Like, 
number yes. ones, number ones, like top guys that's going to, as Clint said, lead and build through your organization aren't coming out after a moral victory and said we had fun. <laughs> I just, I, I mean, yeah. like to, to, for me, I don't, my man right here, I can tell he hoops. He can get his ass kicked. I mean, my <laughs> man, you ain't going to lose a game the way the Rockets lost last night and come to the podium and say, hey, man, we had fun, though. <laughs> we kicked it. My man right there, I know he's, he used to hoop. He probably had a nice little short hook. He, he, damn, he damn sure ain't with just it being fun. No, it wasn't I, it being fun. Like, seriously, you come out and say that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what. That, that, yeah, that's that's what the greats would say. Well, 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 here, here's the other part of that, and I hate to get that's off. That's what Elijah would I, I, I say. Hate, I hate yeah. to let the show go in the way of the text line, but how in the hell do you get uber competitive out of that? Yeah, out of anything yeah. you're watching with the how that's, do you get uber competitive? Now that when I see him, that's what I see. Kobe would do right there. That's what I see. Get the hell out of here! <laughs> get out of here, man! <laughs> you crazy? I'm just saying. I think we see a ceiling. That guy's not going to be a one. Hopefully you can find somebody. He can be a good enough two where there is somebody else to jump in front of him and lead him, but that, that can't ain't going to be no one. I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh, so uh, hate, to, hate, to, hate to break it, but I think, we, I think we saw his ceiling last night. We saw his ceiling last night. All right, uh, stay tuned. Coming up, 430, your chance, 430 chance to win an uh, autographed football sign. By Brandon Cook. You know what? That's right. 545. Trying to keep you, trying to let you know. 545, your chance to win uh, one of them steel blue helmets uh, signed by Derek Stingley Jr. as well. And we got your chance to win another four pack of tickets uh, to, uh, to, uh, to go to the Houston Rodeo uh, coming up next month. So a lot going on, a lot to hook you up with. Uh, tonight, Clint, what you got coming up in the four? Look, there's uh, there's a couple different directions the Texans can take with the uh, at the quarterback position. They can, they can draft and go young, or there's a handful of veterans out there that are being, uh, I'd say, associated with the Texans, conversed about with being a, a Houston Texan next year. One of them, I don't want nothing to do with and show. He ain't he he don't want no parts of none of them. I'll tell you who they are, and we'll discuss next. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.